Bonjour, you're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. I'm TK Trinidad, aka the Canadian Assassin, and I am not alone. She's the host and producer of In Cat We Trust, plus one of the writers and hosts of Women's Wrestling Talk. Please welcome Katrina Blake. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hey, hey. And she is a senior writer and host of WWT. Please welcome Nikki Bougie. The one and only, everybody. How are you guys doing today? Amazing. And uh, we have an amazing show like we always do. Nothing but amazing guests. And today is no exception. I'm so happy for this guest. This is her third or fourth time on the show. And every time she comes on, it's like she just hits the next level. So I am so happy. And I also know that I'm going to butcher this part because I always do every show. Uh, she's the current Impact Wrestling Knockouts World Champion and Borica Badass, Tasha Steele. Did I get it close this time? See? You're close. Every You're close. I, I get closer and closer every... <laughs> You're, and you know, I was practicing in the car, and I got yeah. it, and I was like, I know I'm going to mess it up. Like, you already put in the universe. <laughs> but ne next time, the fourth or fifth time, we're going to be there. Um, be the charm. How are you doing? Yeah, there it is. How are you doing? I'm a champion. I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm just, I'm living in my moment, and I am enjoying things. Um, I beat the legend, the future Hall of Famer, Mickey James. I beat her. That was all me. One, two, three. Something Deanna couldn't do. Ha ha. That was me. And I became the knockout world champion. How you like me now? Yes. All this flavor. Take it in. Take it in. Hello, ladies. Hey, we, we started out like that. Okay. All right, Nikki. Hello, um, you can you you can get it off. <laughs> well, I mean, since I mean, since since we're here, I mean. I just want to know, because I was there and it, it was very monumental. How does it feel being the first ever knockouts to win an Ultimate X match? What does that mean for you in this moment? I mean, it just it shows that I am the history maker and um, that I will stop at nothing to continue this flow. I mean, it started with Kiera and I winning the knockouts world tag team champions and becoming the first African-American Afro-Latinas to do that. So with me uh, winning Hard to Kill again, I feel like Hard to Kill is my pay-per-view. I'm going to be like The Undertaker and keep that as a streak. So every Hard to Kill is my my streak that I'm always winning. So nobody, nobody, people going to come for my streak, but they're not going to, they're not going to win. So being the first to win the Ultimate X match, you know, it's going to be, I'm hoping down the line more Ultimate X matches, possibly me defending this title in the Ultimate X match. But mm. anybody that actually wins from here on can't compare because I'm the first. So, um, and you'll never forget your first, of course. <laughs> and how did you prepare differently for your match at Sacrifice after your loss at No Surrender? Well, I had to make some changes because at sacrifice, uh, at No Surrender, um, see, Mickey James, she didn't beat me at No Surrender. She had the help of her homegirl, the non-factor, Chelsea Green. And you know why? That's because Chelsea Green was jealous that I beat her for the umpteenth time to become number one contender. Like, this, this really got to her. You know, she had to go home to Matt Cordona and his toys and his collector of belts. And she Damn. wanted one as well, but she couldn't get one. So now she's upset. She goes into no surrender. She screws me over. Now I'm pissed. I done put petty steals on the shelf. Now I had to bring her back out. 
I get my number one contendership back because I don't, like I said, beat Chelsea Green once again. And I did it in front of her BFF, Mick Mick, oh, Mickey James. And I showed the world and I showed them that I can do it all, that I can do it all. So I feel great because guess what? I beat Mickey and I beat Chelsea and I'll do it again and again and again and again and again and until I'm tired. So um, <laughs> does this, this the, 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 the way you talk like to us, is that how you talk inside your head? I talk inside my head, out loud, in my heart. This is how I feel. This is how I'm going to say it. And you're going to get all this flavor. Listen, I I am on the women's wrestling talk. You're going to get all this flavor. You want this flavor? You're going to get all this flavor (laughs) and a little bit of petty. And a little bit of petty because I put her in the game. I locked her up. A little little petty spine, though. (laughs) A little bit of petty. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, So uh, besides the win, what's the biggest difference in your match at No Surrender compared to your match at Sacrifice? I had to get in Mickey James's head a lot more. Um, I felt like I wasn't in her head enough. You know, of course, this is Mickey James. You know what I'm saying? The woman who's the self-proclaimed queen of mind games. You know, I had to hit her with that uh, that 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 stratisfaction real quick on Chelsea Green to let her know that I'm in your head too. Because I'm sure if you lost a few times <laughs> to that move, now didn't you, Mickey? You did lose a couple times to that. So I had to get in her head. She didn't think I was going to do that. She didn't think I was going to do that. And when it shocked her, oh, she was not ready for that. So when I went to sacrifice, okay, unfortunately, Chelsea Green got her arm broke. But that's what happens when you go against the virtuoso, the champ champ. You get your arm broken. So there you have it. Uh, You know, Mickey James took her eye off the ball. Why are you worried about Chelsea when you got the body for badass that's got that target right on you? You know, so that was her fault. And I let the legend fall and I beat her. So. Um, Nikki, before we go, um, or before you go, I should say, I, I, whoever is at impact, I just want you to know that, like, if you need a hype person for Tasha, like, I think Nikki is the one, cause Nikki was there like, yes. Yes, all, all, yes so, I mean, I feel like if there's, if there, if you need a hype person, Tasha, like Nikki, Nikki's, I, I women's wrestling talk will, will loan her out to you because I feel okay. like that parent is. I'm gonna need it because I need I need someone to finish that line when I say, and that's on what? Period. Thank you, Nikki. See, there we go. You're already hired. We don't even need to ask no questions. Now we might have some we might have some issues with that with Deanna because I was named at the Slugfest one of the biggest Deanna Peraza fans of all. I know, Tasha. We've had this we had this talk with Chelsea before. I gotta open the job back up. No. No, 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 Nikki, we don't do that, Nikki, we don't do that, Deanna's not petty, Deanna doesn't have this flavor, Deanna don't have all of this, she don't have this, she She doesn't, to Mickey, I beat Mickey James, she didn't beat Mickey James, I did this flavor, this Afro-Latina, I did that, I made history, she's not a history maker, you have got to come with the winning team, just because she has the ring of honor in the triple 
title, you have got to come with the history maker. You have got to come where all this flavor, you got to come where the barbecue baked beans are just so right with the brown sugar on top and the macaroni and cheese has got the burnt edges and we doing the cha-cha electric and the Cupid shuffle at the cookout, okay? You got to come here, boo-boo. You can't go over there because she puts raisins in a potato salad. You oh, can't be oh. over there with the raisins in the potato salad, all right? You got to come with this flavor. Come on. See, I didn't. I brought out Petty Steel. Damn it! Listen, you brought out Petty Steel. So you see what you did? You see what you did? You said you're the hugest Deanna fan, and you just uh, Petty Steel. Okay. Well, so since you put me, since you put me in a tough position, I'm gonna put you in a tough position, Tasha. Okay. okay. Give me three knockouts you want to face as a champion now, and is there any one of those three that you that you see as a threat to your reign moving forward? I want to rematch with Jordan Grace even though I beat her before, but I have not ever beat her as the knockouts champion. She is a former knockouts champion. Um, I would love to put this title on the line against her. Um, I would love to face Giselle Shaw. Uh, she is amazing. I've seen her work. She's great. Um, just for, just for giggles. Come on, Chelsea. Come on in the ring. Come on, Chelsea. You can have a shot too. You've been begging and begging for a shot. You could come get a shot and lose for the 110th time against Tasha Steele. So there we go. And then, of course, the, my biggest threat would be Jordan because she is one of she is the strongest knockout in our division today. So definitely, definitely, I would I would pick those three. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> was like, like this, huh? <laughs> I listen. I love it. Love, love it. Love it all. Uh, what is your, I guess, how do you feel being the first Afro-Latina knockout champion? Because that's like historic. So how does that feel for you? It feels great. Um, and I'm going to take this back to um, at Ring of Honor when I had an opportunity to become the first ever Afro-Latina Ring of Honor women's champion. And unfortunately, I came up short. So that mm -hmm. has been just it's been eating away at me that that's something that I want to do. I want to become the first champion somewhere. You know, I, I want to be able to go back home and I want to be able to say that I did it first. I want my culture and, and my nationality and my race to be proud of me. I know they already are because I'm getting to this point, but I want to put that extra cherry on the top and say, Hey, I was the first to do it. And I want other girls, guys who, who want to be the first as well to say, look at Tasha, she did it and she didn't give up. So I'm going to do the same thing too. So it feels so good to finally say that I am a first Afro-Latina champion and I'm the first mm. Afro-Latina champion at Impact as the Knockouts World Champion. It just feels great. And um, I'm, I'm always smiling from ear to ear every time this subject comes up because I cannot stop talking about it. There will be many Afro-Latina champions in the future but there mm -hmm. will never compare to the very first, which is me. There it is. So Fire and Flame <laughs> is one of the greatest impact knockout te uh, tag teams of our time. What's the biggest takeaway teaming up with Kira Hogan? And I before you answer that, are... mm -hmm. okay, okay, go, go, go. I have another follow-up question on that one. I, 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 would, I would say we are the best women's tag team ever. Ever that's on period. We are the best women's tag team ever. There was no other tag team in any company anywhere that has got the fire and the flavor like Kieran Hogan and Tasha Steele. There was no other tag team during a pandemic that can give you mm. all that entertainment and have people talking every single week. 
as to what they're going to do next and how they're going to entertain us next. There was no other tag team that did the things and, and said the things that we've that we've said and done. There were people, I will tell you this, there were people, other talents, when we would cut our promos and we would do our backstage stuff, they would literally stop what they're doing and stand around because they are waiting to see what we're going to do and how we're going to mm-hmm. entertain people. So there was nobody like Fire and Flavor. And um, unfortunately, I had to put that Fire out, but it's okay. It's all right. I heard she's doing well in the realm. Kudos to Kiera Hogan. See you down the road, boo-boo. That's on period. Uh, well, speaking, yes, yeah, speaking of fire, when you did win, um, you know, did was there any conversation between you two? Like, I'm always a fan of a tag team that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm never a fan of it. Like, you see a tag team and you, you could obviously see that they were just put together. Like, mm-hmm. true tag teams, you could see the chemistry in the ring, outside the ring. You see them on social media, all that stuff. So after you, you know, your, your career... Um, you continued your career at Impact. You've been on the rise. What's your guys' conversations been like? Um, so when going back, uh, winning titles for the very first time, um, the great thing is that Kiara and I, we're, we're friends. You know, we're like best mm-hmm. friends. And um, so when we became a tag team in Impact, it was a no-brainer for us. We didn't have to talk about what outfits we were going to wear. We didn't have to talk about how we were going to match our gears. It was like, we're like yin and yang. We have like that that twin mentality. And it's mm-hmm. like, we already knew what to show up with. We didn't have to talk about it. We didn't have to do anything. It's just that we knew just like that, just what to do and how to do things. The only thing we ever talked about was turning our passion for winning these tag team titles up 10 times more. Like we had to do it. We had to beat anybody by any means necessary. And we did. We beat Havoc and Nevaeh and defeated them at Hard to Kill and became the tag champions. And not only we did that, we had Gail and Madison Rain pass that torch down to us. So that meant a whole lot to us. And it, it means that Fire and Flavor, we had to turn up even more. You know what I'm saying? So um, that was just, that was the only thing we had a conversation about. But um, going solo and um, doing, doing my thing, you know, I called her up sometimes in the realm. You know, I let Rosemary and Sue Young, they let me talk to her in the realm. You know, she was still a little mad at me a little bit, just a little bit, you know, because I, I, you know, I had, I took her there, but she's proud of me, you know, um, all jokes aside, she's very proud of me. She's very proud um, because she did, you know, give me that push to come to Impact. And she did give me that push to keep going when there's times that I didn't, I didn't know if I was going to keep going, you know, so we helped mm-hmm. each other out a lot over these past two years and um you know she couldn't be more proud of me and i am excited just to see where her career goes because you never know aw just because thunder rose and Britt baker are going below some some don't don't sleep on that mm-hmm. fire don't that sleep part. on that hottest flame because she's coming for what they said that she couldn't have so she's coming for it Definitely. And before we move on from to Fire and Flavor, I do want to say I am a part of the most dominating tag team in women's wrestling called the Salt Shakers, who are actually inspired by Fire and Flavor. So I just want to give you guys a shout out to that because me and my tag team partner here, the EIC Editor-in-Chief Santana, is also a part of the Salt Shakers. And we were very in- influenced and inspired by you guys. But since we're on the tag team division right now, besides Sav- Savannah Evans, of course, who I love and adore as well, 
who else would you want to team up with and go after the Impact World Knockouts Tag Team World Championships and possibly become champ champ like your good friend Deanna? There's only one one answer to that, Big Swole. I have to bring mm. Big Swole in. Come on now. Big Swole, Tasha Steels, that flavor. Come on now. Come on now. And you guys have a match no coming up. About it. You guys have a match coming up for the culture, right? For the culture. We're gonna do it for the culture respectfully. And um, you know, you know, she she wants she wants to touch this flavor here. I'll let her touch it, but she ain't gonna take it. I'll let her touch it, but she ain't gonna take it. But we're gonna do this for the culture because it's something that a lot of people have been asking for for a long time. Um, and on a stage like this at GCW, at For the Culture, I feel like it's only right. I mean, we we definitely shared the ring before at Battle Club Pro. She took mm -hmm. my Battle Club Pro um, Icons Championship, unfortunately. But I feel like this right here, this is going to be the match that's just going to set it off and have people talking for the next year for culture. So a quick little break from wrestling. I wanted to kind of dab into like your fashion choices. You, I love a lot of your um, outside gear clothes, but also your ring gear. And a lot of your looks has made it into turnbuckle glam. So how do you, I guess, the inspiration behind your gear in the ring, but also your choices outside the ring when you're just showing all that flavor on Instagram? You know, um, I, I call myself the hood bitch and I call myself the culture queen. So just combining the two, the culture queen, she brings out the sexy. She does the, the beach photo shoots. and the Yeah, I see those pictures. <laughs> so that's the culture queen, okay? <laughs> and the hood bitch, the hood bitch is like the rock star, you know, the hip hop star. She likes to bring that hood out, that street, that tomboy a little bit. So I had to combine the two, you know, I had to had to bring the street, but I also had to bring the sexy. So you all, you'll see me, and like, you know, the, the the fashionable jackets, but you'll see me with the crop tops underneath, you know, showing off a little skin. That's the culture queen, you know. But you'll also see me, you know, in the, in the basketball jerseys with the fitted caps. And, you know, I'm always wearing, I'm rocking the AJ1s, the sneaks. That's the hood bitch. So I had to combine the two. And combining the two, it, it didn't, it wasn't hard at all. And uh, there you go. There's your flavor. <laughs> yes, I love that. And then I'll uh, just an FYI, I don't know if you know, uh, Nikki has a show called Turnbuckle Glam, which is on Women's Wrestling Talk. So that's what Katrina is referring to. She's on it as well. And once a month, now it's going to weekly. Yeah, you've been on there. That's what she was saying. We featured, we featured you on Gear of the Week. We featured you on Glam Special. Yep. One of my favorite looks, if you guys can see on oh, Instagram. Right I, I, that was the look right there. That's the one that, that made it. That, no, we, you, you my girl, Tasha, come on now. That, that's the look that Mickey James uh, supposedly said I stole from her. Oh, when did when did anybody see her in that? I don't want to see her in that. She just you got some interesting fashions. She did. Come on now, she ain't got no fashion. That's the problem. She wants all oh, this Lord. flavor, and she wants oh, to she wants oh, to claim gosh. all this flavor and say that it's hers. She needs to go somewhere with all that. She just needs to admit how much she loves all this flavor, but she'll just beat around the bush like she normally do. But that's all right, Mickey. It's all good because the flavor, she sees you. She definitely sees you. Ooh, okay. Um, well, <laughs> you Eddie said your goal. Again. I know, right? You said your goal. This is actually one of my favorite sayings. I've been living by the saying for years. Um, your goal for 2022 was by any means necessary, which is a Malcolm X reference. And for y'all who don't know who he is, then you've been living under a rock and you need to go and read his autobiography. It's a whole nother story. But do you think um, 
by kind of adopting that mantra it when the x match came up that was like it was it was meant for you this was your destiny that was the start that was definitely the start of it because um i felt like this would be my chance you know especially departing from kiera we're no longer tag champions so where do i go from here okay here comes an opportunity all right well um i've been told no in the past i've had doors shut in my face i've been overlooked um i've never been looked at at all so it's just this was just like the you're gonna look at me now moment and i'm gonna do what i need to do by any means necessary to make sure that you're looking at me so yeah that was just the start of it and continuing on and like i said this is this was my theme of 2022 by any means necessary we're going to keep continuing that on yes i'm the knockouts champion but i'm not done yet you know i still got a lot mm. more to prove and i will do it by any means necessary period there it is. <laughs> last one nikki that's all you Oh, okay. Well, I just, I just want to know because I've been at your shows and I've, I see the people boo. I've been one of the people that's only been cheering you. When I first met you, I told you I got you. I held your hand and I told you I got you. How does Tasha Steels, Petty Steels, deals with the haters? How you deal Ooh, with them? What you, you do? Ain't been on you ain't been on Twitter? I, I mean, I know, but I need you to wake these people up and tell them how you deal with them haters at them shows. Listen, listen hey, listen. Um, I got an alter ego. Her name is Petty Steels. And trust me, she sits in a cage. And when I say she sits in a cage, she's worse than like being around a lion's nest, okay? You do not want her to break out. If she breaks out, it is not my fault. Like I said, <laughs> let me repeat this again. I have an alter ego. Her name is Petty Steels. It is not Tasha Steels talking. It's Petty Steels. So whatever she says to you, you need to be prepared for. If you do, If she did not send for you, do not come for her if she did not clap for you do not try and clap back because it will be your worst nightmare you should go and ask mickey james i mean hello i've been killing her in the game i've been killing her so much petty steels is tired of killing her so she passed it back to tasha steels and i think we're exhausted at this point both of us okay <laughs> <laughs> well uh that is it um, like I said, congratulations, Sasha. I'm so proud of you. Um, you Thank know, you. we at Women's Wrestling Talk have been following your career. It's this is only this is only the beginning, and it's going to continue going up. Like I, I, I want to leave the last question cut cut a promo, but you've been cutting promos this whole interview, so you don't need to do that. <laughs> um, you're good it, with that. It never but, shuts off. It never shuts off. <laughs> and that's a good thing because some people can't do a cut a promo to save their life, and you know, it's nice to hear people like just ripping it because it, it, it not only is it entertaining it's just like you know you believe every word of it and that's mm -hmm. that's a really good skill to have so kudos on that kudos on the championship and you know 20 we only in march so only i can march. only imagine mm -hmm. so more flavor thank more pettiness thank you ladies <laughs> i appreciate y'all appreciate y'all so much thank you for supporting no problem. me i appreciate you thank you have a good one thank you you too bye bye Bye, Simon. Uh, wow. She was, whoo. She whew, said she I don't even know how all the flavor was there. Oh, I know she tears up a little bit on me. She know how we get enough. Um, so before we get out of here, um, so shout out to Tasha for, for, for sure for um, joining us. Um, if you have it, if you if you want the backstory, like the origin story, go back to our first interview. I think we had her on like four years ago, um, right before I believe she signed to Impact. So go and check out those interviews. 
but I have a panel question for you guys. Um, so Jay Cargill, champion, TBS champion. I didn't write it in the notes, so you guys might be looking like, where's the question? Didn't write it, just thought of it. Um, Jay Cargill, um, she is current champion. Who do you think? We know it's her belt. Nobody's stripping her of the belt in the near future. But who do you think will take that TBS championship from Jay Cargill? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm trying to think of women on the roster. And I feel like most people know how I feel about AEW's women handling of the women on the roster. I always like anytime I can tell people I'm annoyed how they do some of the women on that show. Um, but I don't you actually forget. I actually went to the AEW website. I'm like, oh, dang, I forgot she was on. Oh, yeah, she's on there, too. Like, there, yeah, there's quite a few women on there. I mean, mm -hmm. Uh, and maybe Amy uh, Sakura, I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Uh, I can maybe see her maybe giving Jade a little bit of an issue. Um, oh, man. There's, I feel like if they do better with kind of getting the women showcased more, and like AW Dark is great, but we also, like we've all said before about like the Big Swole match that was on YouTube and not on TV, we kind of need mm -hmm. the women on the TV rather than YouTube. Sometimes it's just the exposure. And so, I don't see her losing about anytime soon, but I do feel like I do because I, Amy is really, really good. She's really solid, and I feel like she will mm -hmm. run for her money. Uh, and so she's probably somebody I can actually see taking it off Jade, but I feel like it will be a bit of a the way she's been built. I feel like it will be a bit of a battle, but I can see it happening. All right, Nikki. D M. D, the first. So you think she could go for both? Absolutely. She drops the Thunder Rosa and jumps over to Jade. They have a feud. Make yeah. Britt Baker. I mean, she's already a pillar. You saw me in the comments, TK, when y'all want the news. You saw how hard I go for Britt Baker. I'm going to say it. Make her the first <laughs> ever woman. Make her the first ever woman to win the AEW Women's World Championship along with the CBS Championship. And let's continue this reign. I hope, and if, if Britt, if you're listening to this, I pray that you continue this title. We need you. I need you. I, I, I need you to be a champ champ soon. So my, my pick is none other than the DMD herself, Dr. Britt Baker. I mean, I so, so you ride for her because you y'all know how I feel about her. Fellow Tari. I feel about her. So I'm just uh, like, well, I yeah. want Rosa to win that belt. I was mad she lost. I'm mad she didn't win that match. I was like upset. Mm -hmm. So hopefully she wins and show everybody just how amazing she is and better. But, you know, I'll let it. Yeah, that, that <laughs> would. So, you know, I'm of two sides. That would make that would make sense. Um, meaning that, you know, she drops the Thunder Rosa and then she goes over TBS. That would make sense in a um, lateral perspective. Mm -hmm. However, me giving other women a chance, that mm -hmm. doesn't make sense. Because it's like, now you've built up Jade. So now, you know, Britt takes it off of Jade. Jade's going to chase Britt. That's going to be six months, right? So what about yeah. the other women on the roster? Um, and, you know, you have Thunder Rosa. Um, you know, she... You know, I think her and Anna Jay, me, Ty Conte, but you'll have you have a couple of those people, but you're not going to see the fullness of the roster. So my thing is, yeah, that would make sense. It would be good shock value, but I'm always about like, you know, I I'm, I I I I want to assume that all these people who are on the roster want to get paid for doing great work and not get paid for sitting in catering. That's well, everyone loves Thunder Rosa and, and thinks she's an amazing talent. So let her give these women an opportunity. 
Let her take the division where people think Britt hasn't and let them really showcase Thunder Rosa in a different in a different light. I said this before and I'll say it again. Thunder Rosa and AEW is not the same Thunder Rosa that people praise outside of that. Oh, yeah. When it comes yeah, to Britt Baker, when it comes to AEW, she's a pillar and the, one of the only women of the pillar of this company. Mm -hmm. Taking the belt off of Britt and giving it to Thunder, I don't have an issue with. I just am going to be, the jury's still out for me to see where Thunder can take the division, but also can she, or is this the, is this who we need to give the other women the opportunity and let Britt kind of be a chaser? Because that's right. the most interesting for me, seeing Thunder Rosa get in battle. I want Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez to get a thorough, proper feud on TV. We all know they they've feuded for years on the on the indies and other promotions. But bring this in and and make this um make this a thing. My only problem is that if y'all wanted to give Thunder Rosa the belt, why y'all didn't give it to her AEW Revolution? That's that's pointless. And talk about someone else, talk about other women not getting a chance. She just lost to Britt Baker, but yet she's getting another opportunity. Let's wake that up. Well, no that's and that's I know we're and we're, we're rewinding it for another year too. So, like, I totally agree. But like, the, the one caveat to your argument is that um, it's the people behind the scenes, the people who are doing the graphics, the people who are putting together the the video packages, the people who are doing the social media, all that stuff. Like, yes, if you follow Thunder Rosa, then you're gonna know what Thunder Rosa is about. But if you're on a network, then it's up to the network to also do that pairing. And if they're not, and you can't get behind Thunder Rosa, that's not Thunder. Because Thunder, if you follow Thunder Rosa's social media, she's out there. She's out there with the pictures. She's out there with the video. She does vlogs, all this other stuff. So if you're not following her like that and the network's not pairing with her, then you can't really get behind her. That's not her fault. Because you do have some wrestlers who they don't, they, they do very minimal social media. You know, they just live their life. But Thunder Rosa is out there. So it's not like, I think we lost Nikki because Nikki's been in the same spot for, for <laughs> a hot second. Um, so it's not like, you know, that's that's not a thing. So, you know, again, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, the only thing we can do is hope because I'm not paying anybody. Yet, so. <laughs> Anytime I could try to hope people ask Tony that woman question, I say, like, listen, there's a lot of women on your roster. Some really talented women use them. Right. <laughs> like I get people like Britt Baker, and I mean, I have my issues because, again, I feel like there are better women in, in that wrestle better personally. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I know her fans get a little offended, but it's like. <laughs> no, she's well deserving. She's done so I mean, much, like, not I mean, taking any way on the mic, I guess. But as far as her wrestling and ring, I always, I will always argue until I see it really change. I'm gonna probably be like, I mean, did you really need to go over this person? Probably not, but I guess. Um, <laughs> so I let it, she's champion, so let it play. But there's too many on the <laughs> there's too many women on the roster for that for me. It's like you let them get some chance, and it shouldn't only be AW Dark. That's yeah. the issue. It's like, or AW Dark. Like, one thing that they could do is, you know, they have enough women where they can do, even if it's like monthly, a women's show. Like I would take that where you're highlighting the women yep. or you're doing vignettes or something. Yeah. Um, I would take that too. But, you know, here we are. Uh, that question, I know Ella asked that question at the media call, not the last one, the yeah. one from last year. I, I think, think December, December. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, the whole thing, I'm like, dude, it, you you think people, I mean, if empowered and didn't prove anything, people will watch women wrestling. Women wrestling fans will watch an all-women pay-per-view. We right. will fight for our all-women's pay-per-view and so make it happen. I feel like that's yeah. money kind of there on the table waiting. Make it happen. 
Like he's doing all this other stuff. Fine, great. Now you can also also do this woman's pay per view. You have time right. to find time, time, get to working out this pay per view. I feel like you got time to do it. You're doing everything else, right? So you can make that happen. Like get your hands all in every jar. Get it happening. So, <laughs> so yes, I agree. But speaking with speaking for somebody who has their hands in many jars, it's some. It's and and I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what it takes to run a wrestling promotion, especially something on the the scale of AEW. So for all the you know, if you guys were to put together all my grievances with AEW, I also understand as a business person, it's like you have a vision and you hope for something. But to actually get it to get going and moving, it takes a little bit of time, especially if you don't necessarily have the right people behind backstage. So if you don't have the right people advocating for the women who can make great storylines, who can do those packages, then, you know, you your vision versus what happens is two different things. So, uh, Nikki, you, you oh, there you are. You're perfect for 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 just closing it out. Uh, <laughs> you, we, we about to wrap it up. It's time. It's time to go. I think um, uh-oh. <laughs> well, with that being said, Katrina, where can everybody find you? I am on everywhere, pretty much, uh, in Cat We Trust. I just did this TikTok for the WWE Digital Correspondent, so fingers crossed. I mean, I've been seeing it actually got a lot of views. I was very surprised. Uh, yes. And so, you know, we get another Black woman up there in WWE just doing some correspondent work. Let's, fingers crossed, like, listen, I'm going to ride hard for women wrestling talk if I make it. So let's it and then also said I, I want to tell you because you know y'all know I, I always say stuff that's behind the scenes that's here. You can put that TikTok on our TikTok too if you already have it. So oh okay, and great. Cool. Yeah. Listen, I was like really nervous doing it. And so I was like, let me get this. And then our truth thing was actually really funny. And so it was like hard not to laugh while I was recording. But I'm hoping that you know WWE sees it and just have a sister fly out to Dallas. I'm ready. I might have a little moment if it's Roman Reigns, because that's Roman Reigns, and I might have to get myself together. But outside of him, you know, I feel like I'll be fine. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm pretty much literally on like every social media platform you could probably find me on, except for OnlyFans. I feel like I have to say that after the last panel. <laughs> There's a weird comment to that panel. I am not on OnlyFans, so I'm everywhere but OnlyFans. You can find me anywhere. There it is. And Miss Nikki Bougie, where can everybody find you? Am I, am I back? Yes, you are back. <laughs> this really quick. Um, we are on the road to WrestleMania. If you do not like Charlotte Flair, don't come to my Twitter, okay? At Nikki Bougie, on Instagram, on Twitter. Senior writer here, host here. We're gearing up for WrestleCon, and I want it. I'm going to say this very clearly. If you guys are not following us, you're going to miss out on some very exclusive content starting next week. We have the exclusive on the triple threat match between Deanna Peraza and and Lady Frost and uh, Giselle Shaw next week that will be dropping on Thursday. We have exclusive oh, footage. I didn't even know that. Okay. <laughs> we have exclusive footage for next week and going up until uh, WrestleCon. We also are still doing Women's History Month. Uh, we're doing all of the amazing articles. Shout out to the amazing team that we've been working with. Katrina's on that team as well. We have some amazing articles that have been put out. Um, one of our writers, Ryan, just put out the top five for Natty, amazing work with that. Um, and we also are gonna do a countdown to some of our favorite WrestleMania matches from our women of all the years. So be sure to check that out. But WrestleCon is like, it's it's coming you guys. So if you guys see any of us there, please come speak, sh you know, do whatever, but I will be holding it down per usual, on Twitter and Instagram. So come check me out there. And of course, I'm always here on Women's Wrestling Talk doing something. So, 
there it is. Yeah, definitely for sure go to WW Talk Pod to go and check out all those articles. All the shows are up there as well. Um, you can follow all our social media, including TikTok at WW Talk Pod um, across the board. I guess not on OnlyFans. I don't know who. Would, I mean, we might have an OnlyFans account. I don't know about it. Um, but you can check all that out. Um, and yeah, shout. We we are celebrating Women's History Month, so just te- definitely. Um, read those articles and as well we you know if you didn't you can rewind to black history month we have articles that drop every day of the month a little bit shorter so a little bit shorter read check those out as well other than that my name is t katrina and you can find me on everything thank you guys so much for rocking with the number one women's wrestling show on the planet ciao